they just say we're gonna throw some pepperoni on your bread and throw you a pizza party right that, that was just like <laughs> thanks i guess like i could have ordered that myself What's up, family? How y'all doing? It's another episode of Sibling Sit Down Podcast. Mm -hmm. Here, it's all love and we all family. I'm Shamika Buckles. And I'm AJ White. Here to bring you another, another weekly dose of positivity and empowerment. It's another one. It's another one. <laughs> EJ Khaled said it best. <laughs> yes. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. There's so many places you can see us, mm -hmm. YouTube, Apple Play, Apple Podcasts. I'm sorry, I always say that wrong. Apple Podcasts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's okay, yes. She's getting Spotify. old, y'all. I really, I'm about to be 38. Mm. Um, where did I stop? Spotify, LinkedIn, Amazon, mm -hmm. Twitter, Instagram, mm -hmm. TikTok. Mm -hmm. just, mm -hmm. just find us, follow us, watch, listen, yeah. like, share. Yeah. Don't, we shouldn't we don't have we don't really have to tell you all the time because you know just go to google <laughs> just go to google you'll it'll come up true, it'll come true, up true. um but to make you ready to get into it let's do it let's do it so today we are talking about workplace mm. environment mm. hit me Shamika. hit me y'all know <laughs> Y'all know we're in a generation now where we don't want to work like mm -mm. we want to work smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. And so, still going into the office and not working virtually. I'm luckily lucky lucky enough to Dang. work from home. I know because I was gonna say luckily I can work from home, but lucky enough. Um, but anyway, um, I have the top three complaints about workplace environment. Okay, Number away. one. Numero uno, okay. lack lack of communication. Oh, is there an elaboration on that? No, these are just. Well, I'll just do, name them all, and then we can go into what we think elaboration. Okay, be, so re I, repeat I the question. This is the top three complaints in the workplace. Is that what you're saying? Yes, okay, top okay, three okay. complaints about workplace environment. Gotcha. One is lack of communication. Gotcha. Two, unfair pay. Mm. Three, being overworked and underpaid. Mm. You have more elaboration on that than me, so. So I work in the construction industry um, and I work with mostly men and the coordinators are all women <laughs> because we put stuff together. Yeah. But communication, I feel like it's hard to communicate because we're all communicating through email most of the time. Mm -hmm. So you can't read people's tone. You can't really see how people are feeling when they send the email. You kind of read it in your own, <laughs> in your own way or whatever. And stuff just happens and you're like, wait, where did this come from? Why are, why are we doing this now? Oh yeah. Well, so-and-so suggested that we do. So we're trying this now. Nobody told me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. See, I, I work 
but I'm also in school at the same time. So I'm a teaching assistant here at Texas Tech, but I'm also in grad school. So my workplaces, I mean, it's kind of office spaces, but we're only in there for office hours for pretty much like an hour or if you want to use it to pretty much study or, or just go in there and do homework or whatnot. But there's no like boss that's running around in there. There's no like people like there are people, I guess, like higher up than you. They're they're still graduate students, but they're like teaching instructors. So they teach on their own and they design course plans and whatnot on their own compared to me where I'm just either assisting in a class or like doing like a branch off into another of another class. Um, so my area of work is a little different, but like our paychecks are pretty much the same. So, but I agree with the third part of the whole lot of pretty much a whole lot of work, a whole lot of nothing getting back. Yeah. That <laughs> I, I can agree with that because of just the aspect of us being in school, doing all of our classes, readings, writings, doing all these paperworks and research, but also trying to study the course plans of our material for our students and trying to figure out what information that they need and then getting emails and stuff from them on top of our staff. But also for me, I assist in two different classes. So I teach public speaking, but I also assist in communications research. So I do a bunch of the grading and like looking over their exams, final papers. So I'm doing gradings on two different classes on top of the classes and stuff that I'm doing. So I'm like, I need run me my money. (laughs) Yes. And I think you touched on a really important thing. It's like, we have lives outside of here. And then just talking about the cost of living, just going to the grocery store these days, I don't think you can walk out without paying over a hundred dollars for groceries. Like it's crazy. And then to eat healthy, oh, we're not even going to talk about that. So if you just compare, you know, average uh, household income of one person or two, it's not even equivalent to what it takes to survive in Mm. the world right now because everything is so expensive. Mm. And then it's like, if you're not salary and you're working hourly, you can work overtime, but when are you going to have time to wash clothes? When are you going to have time to clean your house? Because you're working all the time trying to make money to pay for the house that you're living in. Right. Um, I mean, even uh, to piggyback off of that, Shamika, you, you run something of your own. There, You have something that you do on, I wouldn't say the side, but you want to make it main. Um, what exactly are you doing right now? And then I have a question for you about what you do in this workplace environment stuff? Um, So my business is the Elevated Experience Event Planning, Social Corporate and Nonprofit Events. Um, Are you saying what am I doing right now with that? Yeah, no, well, just like what do you do with that? So you pretty much covered that for the people that don't know exactly what she does on on the side and stuff that we do. So another thing for me, like I did clothing brand for a little while and then now we're, we're doing this and then some other ventures and stuff that I want to pursue. But at the end of the day, for me, like I want to operate and run a business or a company of my own. So I have to put into consideration some of these things like the workplace environment and looking at the things of like salaries or pays necessarily for other people. Um, I just don't know for you, do you have like people working underneath you or is it just you? Um, Right now, it's just me. When I first started in Dallas, I did have uh, two people and then a virtual assistant. 
uh, my virtual assistant lived in the Philippines, so wow. I was able to pay her like I think two dollars an hour or something that's because it. that's that's a that's, lot of money. That's insane. There. Yeah, that's insane. yeah. Um, and she just handled like marketing stuff, emails, but I had two other people that I was working with and they would get a portion of whatever I was hired for, you know, like if we were doing a, a birthday party or something, mm. whatever that cost, they would get a portion of that. Mm. Did you ever do anything like for them, like throwing events or throwing stuff like for them to, I guess, like recognize like some of the stuff that you're doing, or was it just you guys are still pretty small at the time. So it wasn't like really a whole lot that you guys did. Well, it was my best friend, Kendra. And we would, I would take her out to eat or I would, you know, buy her little things. If I would hear her say she needed something or something like that, I would just buy it for her. Mm. Um, so I would do small things, but it wasn't on a larger scale where I could throw a party or right. you know, do anything like that. But right. I would try to make her know that I appreciate her. Right. Not no, another reason why I ask is I think I think a lot of workplaces will. This is just me talking because I don't have the workplace experience, but I have worked a lot of jobs, not necessarily like career wise jobs, but I have worked since thirteen, fourteen. So I like I've been working for a little while, and then I think something that companies, in a sense, neglect is to show the appreciation for uh, their employees who are making them their bread. Uh, I know for us, like we threw a Christmas party, but that's, I mean, like, I don't know. They, they just say we're going to throw some pepperoni on your bread and throw you a pizza party. Right. That, that was just like, <laughs> thanks, I guess. Like I could have ordered that myself. Right. Uh, and... No, it's, and even in the realms that you have worked in, you know, GNC and stuff, the, the owners of GNC are I don't even want to know their salary, but the people who are actually going into the stores and selling their stuff, you're paying them itty minimum bitty amounts. Like, mm. why do that? Mm -hmm. That's why uh, people definitely, or not people, you guys, when, and I don't know the specific age range and stuff that people that watch it, but for some of the younger people that watch that I know that are on here, be mindful of the, of that pay that, that you're getting and look at those job descriptions and what things that you are actually supposed to do. So when people start giving you this information, you, you got to do all this or whatnot, be like, sir, like, according to this job description that I saw, I don't, I don't, it's not in my salary. <laughs> it's, it's not in my salary to do so. Uh, yeah, that's very important. <laughs> I was working for I used to work for Nike for a little while and they would, I mean, they paid 15, $16 an hour. It's like, which was nice work in retail. Um, but some retail places, I'm guarantee you would probably get minimum wage and minimum wage here is what? Seven forty nine. I think in Texas. Has it gone up? Has it ever gone up? Oh no. Texas seven twenty five. Yeah. That's it went down. No, that. Oh, well, it no, I think it's always been, oh, okay, okay. I thought it was always 725. But yeah, I, and then they expect people to live off of this kind of money. That's what, Gas costs more than that. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> uh, like looking at, I know I was talking to some of my friends, um, especially during my time at the academy, you meet people from so many different states and whatnot. Looking at um, some of the stuff that I saw from 2023, uh, 
states that have $15 minimum wage, California, Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Washington, to to see the minimum amount of money that they can make an hour at a job is 15 So it's only up from there. When we're looking at Texas and looking at them at seven twenty five to start, and then I'm going up from there, and then I'm going to get taxed on some of this money, so I'm not going to make my seven twenty five that I should. Right. So it's if y'all want, if y'all want to slide a tip, <laughs> help. <laughs> no, it's so true. And like you were saying, looking at your job description, that's really important because I recently had to do that because they were trying to tell us we needed to do more. And it was like, okay, well, if we do X, Y, Z, then our title should be this. X, y, this Z. is what our title should be. And if our title is this, then the money is this, and the math isn't mathing right now. Right, so. right, <laughs> right. And, and I just, like, I do understand and don't understand so forth of like, that's something that I have to learn if I'm going to want to make a business of my own and start something of my own. I was like, okay, what's the proper amount of money, which I feel is sufficient enough for them, but still good enough to where I can, you know, profit for what I'm doing and not just lose all my money paying for everyone else. And, you know, the first, you know, couple of years, you know, paychecks may not be huge, but also in the business aspect, I guess something that I've learned is my paychecks aren't going to be huge. A lot of the, my money is going to go back into what I'm wanting to do, if I want it to grow, if I'm just winning out, blowing all my money on new watches and all jewelry and stuff, like I'm just losing more money when I'm paying, when I have to pay through for all that. Um, mm -hmm. So that's definitely something I'm gonna have to learn when navigating through the, the business realm for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's what I do love about corporate though. We, I know we're talking about, you know, workplace environment and kind of the negative, but the positive about it is, you know, you do get to be around people. You do get to, to know different people and different personalities. And then you do get to learn how to implement these things into your own business mm. and what you want to do and what you don't want to do or how you want your business run versus how your corporate experience is right now. Right. Um, and also a question for y'all to let us know in the comments, you know, after you hit our bell and subscribe, leave us a little comment about like, what jobs do you want? Like after, first I know some people are in college still here, what things do you want to do after college or maybe in your past college and your, your mindsets are changing about what you want to do in life. So we'll let us know what type of things that y'all want to do. I know from my route changed for sure. Uh, I wanted to originally be an orthopedic surgeon. I'm, I'm not get doing being in a hospital anymore for that. Uh, I'm, I'm not not dissing it. I just kind of fell out of love for it. I wasn't taking any classes or anything for it anymore. So things just just changed around. But yeah, don't be afraid if something changes, though, too. That, that is a, a, another thing, too, for sure. For sure. Because if I would have um, taken the route that I initially wanted to, I would be a teacher. Mm. And that wouldn't be good right now. Why? Because these kids is bad. Oh, Man, I, uh, something, uh, someone that I'm talking to is a teacher at an elementary school and they tell me about some of the stories that some of these kids are doing. It's talking about throwing things and whatnot. I was like, 
if a kid ever threw something at me, all respect to all of you parents and whatnot, but your your child would have had something thrown back at him. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't throw something back at him. But it's like I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine myself. Like if I put myself in that scenario back in middle school or elementary school, and I was doing all this blah blah blah, and my mom heard just got one call. Oh man, I I, I actually don't even want to imagine what things would have happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> if that would happen, I and think that's that I just don't understand where these, how these kids are even like the other, I think we talked about it before. I think he's autistic though, but she took away his phone and he knocked her out. Who? This kid. I think it was middle school and he's, he's like a big boy. No, I, I, black guy. Yes, he was like six six three hundred. Yes, and put her at yeah. Yes. I saw that. I, I have to play the the clip then here too for y'all. But well, yeah, and I like I said, I think he had a disability. Right. However, things like that happen with kids who don't have disabilities, and right. you know, I think I'm gonna say it. I think that he was conscious enough or had the ability to know right from wrong, and he mm. knew that was not right. Mm. Not teachers out. Hopefully, because I know of. <laughs> I was telling Dad uh, this. I can't remember the book that it was, uh, but there was a big guy and a little guy, two buddies, two friends, and it was this old, it was an old book, and I can't remember exactly what the name was. Um, but big guy, little guy, there's a movie about it, and they were all talking. The bigger guy is a little slower in a sense and then the smaller guys the brains you know the brains of everything and he had ended up like uh i think he had like killed his wife or something it was it's not a true story but he ended up killing his wife or something but he wasn't like uh cognizant that he did that Mm -hmm. it was just like something going on and i think that's i mean it's it's real but that's scary for somebody who was six six or six seven and he and was running after the sprinting wow. not and straight out i couldn't ima- i couldn't imagine literally that's put it imagine going to school and you're a teacher and your your, your life is pretty much at danger because you have a, a somebody at risk like this to do something Every like that day. and kids shooting the schools and oh, bringing yeah. guns and knives and i just yeah so it's okay to change the trajectory of your yeah, life. yeah. <laughs> um but previous previous episode um we talked about upbringing and pretty much the growth of your life in general um i wonder what things like was happening with him that allowed him to express himself the way he did mm-hmm. uh and and do what he did cuz i know like i said for upbringing for me if I would be too scared to f- hear about that phone call that my mom got. And then I, I probably wouldn't have came. She probably, I don't know if she would have got me back home if I would have did what this student did. Oh, you would have got it in the school. Yeah. At, at, at school. But oh, I you want to act out in front I, of everybody? I'm going to get you in front of everybody. But <laughs> I, like, but I don't, but this is the thing. Like, I, I understand like she would probably do that like in person. But if I knocked a teacher out and put her on the ground like that, like I said, I don't know what mom would have done to me. Like I said, I might not have came home. You might not have lived. Yeah, I might not have came came home. 
You would have came home in a, in a casket. Casket. Uh, <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> um, no, but that's that's even that's a actually a, a, a whole different workplace environment too of being yes. being a a teacher. Uh, I know of now seeing that side. Well, of course, I, now I'm working with I'm working with college students, so it's you know it's different, but it can be scary. Like I couldn't even, couldn't even imagine if I had to be put in one of these emergency type situations um and we haven't been trained on certain protocols like to how to deal with certain stuff like that so how am i supposed to take care of the students that i'm in charge of that are literally under my protection right now so how are we supposed to even know how to do that yeah and then you still get a little little check (laughs) right but I'm putting my life in danger every day for other people, for other kids. And I can't even, well, for teachers, I can't even buy supplies for my own classroom because I don't make enough money. Mm, right. Most teachers don't make enough. That's why they have wish lists. Y'all, if you get the wish list from the teacher, buy the stuff. Right. But And that's, and actually, just to think about that, that's actually what's crazy that teacher salaries are so low because they're the ones who are getting them started into education and putting them in the position to work for y'all's company. So they should be get they should be millionaires. Yes, <laughs> they should be millionaires and teachers spend more time with your kids a lot of times than you do. Yeah, from so, from when do you first go into school Four, five. Nerf- the, the nursery daycare. Mm, that's if you go to daycare. But so so they'll say we'll say like one. We'll do like one to I graduated at what? 20, 17, 18. No, no, no. Like college. Cause I you still gotta go to yeah. school. So twenty-one, yeah, you know, I'll just do twenty-one or even eighteen. One to eighteen. Seventeen years, a lot of your time, a majority of your time, you're with the person who was educating your your child. So in a sense, once again, they're taking all these on all these responsibilities. But if you look up teacher uh, job description, it don't say take care of and raise your child. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, For sure. I had a, a question going on to still about the workplace, but not necessarily about teachers, um, but just workplace in general. And I want to see some insight from your specific job, but also maybe any other jobs that you've had. Um, Do you believe that the leadership in our workplace is slacking off nowadays? And do you think the leadership is slacking off a little bit more because of a lot of people who are coming up now who are getting jobs, they want to work for things on their own? Yes. Um, so, you know, I'm not speaking about my workplace right now, currently, um, but in the past and just even other jobs that I know that friends of mine talk about and, uh, hospitals and things like that, the people who get the lower pay or the people that are lower on the ladder are the real leaders of the company because they're the ones doing all of the work every day. They're the ones trying out new things to make processes better and do all the stuff. So the person at the top really just holds a title and says, uh, when somebody brings a suggestion to them, hey, can we change this process? Approved. 
you know, they're mm -hmm. that's it's not really leadership. It's just a position that you're holding. The right. people that are lower that are doing the actual work and saying, hey, this isn't working or hey, this is working. We need more of this. Those are the real leaders. Because mm. I, I think about it, too, from the aspect of leadership, let's say like I'm I'm the person who has that who is at the top, like if I was to go through this process, not to say that I want to change people, but if I have a vision or something that I want for my company, I want to make clones. Like I want to teach them everything that I know and at least provide the background. They will do splitting off of like this person will do the research. This person will find like new ideas and whatnot. But I would want an environment where we're all pretty much bouncing everything off of each other, but we still know our roles. Like we still know. I am the one who hired you, but I'm not like, a, what's the, I'm not a dictator in a sense. Like, mm -hmm. is it, but is it still dictatorship? Because I am still yeah. like, a, I just don't want them to think like I'm not on their side though, either that I'm not listening to the stuff that they're, that they want to say. Um, I'd, I'd want like feedback from the people who I'm talking to, but I'd also want to provide feedback back to them. Let's say I don't agree with something or a new idea instead of just hitting improve and just moving on to the next step i could be like so like why did you think about this certain type of thing right and then i can give you my why i don't believe it or i do believe it and i feel like that could help change it but and that my... just helps with connection like right. connecting with the people you work with i did have a lady that i worked with and she doesn't work with us anymore so i can speak on it but um she was very much uh she was a wealth of knowledge. Anybody you talk to will tell you like this person knew what she was doing, but because she didn't want anybody to pass her up, she didn't teach anybody anything. Mm. She just kind of, okay, I'm going to get this done. Here's one little small task for you to do. Only do this one thing and then give it back to me and then I'm going to finish it. Mm. Okay. Well, can you teach me how to do? Well, no, I don't have time because mm. if, if she teaches people how to do stuff, there's a chance that they might surpass her you know, mm. and that's not a leader. <laughs> a leader yeah. wants people to be better than them. Right. And, but I, I wonder about that, like for using her for an example, she doesn't want people to pass her up or whatnot. Were y'all like working the same job? No, she was a manager. Okay. I was like, I wonder if she was working the same type of job and she wasn't like, let's say she's gatekeeping information, but she's not even progressing on her own. So it's like, what's your point of even gatekeeping information from me if you're not even moving up yourself? You might as well tell me information and let me go. Because <laughs> that all, that stuff I would never understand. I would never understand people who gatekeep who were at the same position. Because it's like, if you truly know the information and you know these you know top-notch processes and ideas, what are we doing here? Why are we both here? Because there's always a chance of moving up. And if I know more than you and I, they ask for somebody to move up, I'm going to look better. Mm. You know, I don't, it, it's definitely a competition. And even in grad school, like people, I will, I didn't, I didn't speak about it in class and I guarantee somebody will probably watch this and see this clip and, and, and hear it. But a lot of people when going into grad school and grad school classes now, teachers was like, oh, this is not a competition. Don't compete with all the other people around you. I'm like, man, 
it, all it takes is one one person to level up or say something say something to me in class to like step up like my knowledge or whatnot who am i not to compete with him i'm not not saying like his ideas are wrong but don't try to one-up me yeah. that's the stuff I, I i won't do but i'll always compete because i do want to be <laughs> i do want to be the best but i will of course. i will never like discredit all of their information i'm gonna try to pull as much information and stuff from that i can from other people so that is my competition that i'm actually listening to what you're saying and I'm competing by trying to absorb all the knowledge as I can. And all you're doing is just picking off of the information that you know. So yeah. I'm competing every day. I'm going to compete. <laughs> yeah. And and even in court, in the corporate world, it, it is a type of competition because you do, you want to pay raise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have to be better than the next person in order to get that position and get more money. Right. And uh, that's the that's an area like I don't, I don't want to do that just for a higher check. Like for, for me, I, I would want to work some time. If I oh, do, when you start getting these real bills, honey, you gonna want to do said, it for the check. For this, for this, <laughs> for this small period of time, I'll work for some company, but I told mom and I've talked to mom, I don't plan on working in a corporate world for a long time. I'll use it to build up my revenue as much as I can to eventually get out of that. Cause I don't, I don't like that aspect where I'm competing with somebody else for, for money for particularly like my job that I was looking at, like business development management. Um, and then I don't know much about supply chain, but Ontario keeps telling me to go through that one. Um, but business development management is pretty much your sales and pretty much figuring out your ideas for, you know, how to influence the company. So if there's somebody else next but to me, but even then you're competing for a check. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't <laughs> want to do that. That's but what I'm, I'm saying. That's even I'm saying. when you have to do, even when you do it on your own, like even if I were running the elevated experience full time, I would be competing with other planners to get certain contracts. Like it's always, no matter what, if you're thinking about money, it's always going to be somebody that you're going to have to be competing with. Oh yeah. Co- well, competition is not a problem for me. I will compete regardless. Like I told you, I already compete in grad school and I don't get paid enough. So all I'm competing with some essays. I'll still compete regardless. Uh, that, that's not an issue for me. Maybe I misworded that, but I don't just end all be all. I don't want to work corporate world. Like I'll, I will do it if necessary to build up whatever I need. Other than that, I don't want to do it. Um, and that's why I say this generation is definitely a work smarter, not harder generation because y'all will y'all will find any way to you know whether it be through social media followers getting a i don't know what you call it like when you have a certain amount of subscribers and you get a you get paid from that like adsense and stuff from youtube yeah easier ways to make money rather than having to go into work every day and work a nine to five y'all y'all are good at that yeah Oh, almost, almost, uh, had to watch, lost my language, but I won't, I just don't, I won't do it. Uh, I, it's not the aspect I got, cause this is actually a conversation when I talk about it with, uh, Hey, that we keep bringing her up, but mom, you're here again. Um, we were going to mom and asked me to come to like the store with her and we were just, I think we had to drive to play now. So it was like a, you know, 20 minute drive, but there's traffic and all that stuff now. So we're in the car for a while. Um, and we were just talking, bouncing off ideas about what I wanted to do after like graduation and what things I wanted to do 
necessarily for work and whatnot. And she was just like from our, from her generation, dad's generation, and probably yours too of the aspect. She was like, I, the reason why I wanted to get a job was because of security. I wanted to make sure that what things that I had was able to take care of, like my health insurance, my 401ks for retirement, all that stuff, um, which dad tried to teach to me still at a young age, which I'm still very blessed that he was able to provide that information to me and I still learn it, but it's not like what my head goes to when I'm thinking about going for work too. And I thought that was neat because she said that pretty much the exact, exact same thing about the generational stuff. Yeah, it's y'all, y'all got it. I mean, and there are more options now than when she was working and, uh, you know, her situations and things that she's overcome, she had to have that stability, mm -hmm. you know, and then now there are more options. There are more ways to get insurance. There are more ways to save up for retirement and different mm -hmm. things that you can do that weren't options back then. Right. Um, I guess pretty much a final question, even to go through this, to continue on with the generational stuff too, because of the generations now wanting to start up things for their own, wanting to do all of these other things, that workforce in the corporate world, do you think is just going to fall off? Um, like as a whole? I know it'll stay around because some because these companies have been around for so long, but do you think eventually in time they might just get outdated and no longer would have mm -hmm. corporate area anymore? Because mm -mm. these big businesses are businesses that are needed. I mean, you need lights, you need uh, people to build stuff, you need gas station. Well, maybe that, my <laughs> electric cars and mm -hmm. all that, but you need the certain things maybe, but... I don't think the big corporations or corporate jobs will go away. However, I think how they're worked will change. Mm. Like, I think a lot of people will go to remote work mm. and, you know, once they start doing more research on productivity, mm -hmm. because I'm more productive working from home than right. I am in the office. Cause I'm always trying to find a way to get up from my desk. I'm trying to find a way to leave early or something, right. you know? So I think that the way it has worked will eventually evolve. Mm. Well, we well, we already know that's going to happen regardless because these, you know, robots and AI and stuff now is already taking jobs to begin with. So so it's like another reason why I say if you think it's going to fall off on, on top of the entrepreneurship stuff is a lot of this stuff they might not even need us for in general. They just stick a, a, a robot. I, I robot in there. And he, he does everything that he needs to. I know, um, I don't know if it's Amazon or some like, um, like warehouse type companies that have like the, not a trolley, but the, uh, what's it called? Um, like a tram carrier thing? Like kind of sort of, you know, those like ramps, those moving ramps that like, let's say like for oh, Christopher. Like a uh, uh assembly line yes uh, uh, <laughs> man i couldn't think of that for at all um i know on some of those like to like filter out like trash or doing like recycling stuff all i gotta do is put a little robot arm and they sensor whatever and move it itself they won't need us yeah. anymore um and so now they can pocket more money for sure and I, I, I don't want to think about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that's why I don't want to do work it. They're not going to replace me. There's a McDonald's that's up here that's fully like robotic. 
And there's a sushi place that's robotic. What you mean McDonald's is robotic? Yeah, they have like stands that you just order from and then you just pick up your, like nobody takes your order or anything. You just go to the little kiosk thing, mm -hmm. order your food, and then your food comes out. Not McDonald's. Same, same at the sushi place. The sushi place is actual robots that come around and they have like a little thing on their chest and you order and then it starts doing like a little conveyor belt thing and your sushi comes around. I've seen the conveyor belt stuff before. Um, but you know, Asian restaurants, I'm sure they're going to level up fast, but McDonald's, <laughs> <laughs> I would never expect McDonald's to level up too. Yeah. Wait, so you think, so, you know, McDonald's definitely plays minimum wage, but they take care of scholarships. They did. They got all this. No, got a lot McDonald's raised their minimum wage. Oh, really? Yeah. I think they said something about $20 an hour. So. Hold on. McDonald's pay rate uh average average hourly pay for mcdonald's crew in texas is 11.42 an hour oh i see 16.35 it might be in the, austin the highest salary is 16.35 uh, I see mcdonald's yeah you know you need scholarship money mcdonald's there but they got robots now so are are they getting our check or like how does that work because they got to pay for all that ro robotic stuff so they just pay to build service it. fee yeah and service fees to, to get it cleaned up <laughs> wow well yeah. i think that'll do uh do up for a little wrap up for y'all with this yeah. workplace workplace environment um so shamika could you pray us out sure Dear Lord, we come to you right now thanking you for this opportunity to talk to one another and get insight on different things, God. We pray right now as we finish up our work week, especially around the holidays, God, we ask that you would give us peace and understanding as we go to work and come home and just allow us to relax a little bit and enjoy the time and find the positive silver lining in our workplace environments. And we thank you. We love you. We praise you in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Amen. Um, like I state every week, Apple podcast, Spotify, Instagram, YouTube, Google, find wherever, uh, check us Amazon. out. Yeah, yeah. Wherever you, you'll find <laughs> us hit, make sure y'all hit that subscribe button here. And there's a little bell on YouTube. This is actually like being serious, a little bell and subscribe because we do have videos that do just be coming out. Uh, so be mindful. Yeah, yeah. Be mindful of when those videos, because it could, it, it might just pop up on a Sunday randomly on your feed. You just, you never know. So hit that bell, check us out, you know, every week, every Saturday. And then, but we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We'll see y'all soon.